Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Guys, today is Wednesday, and hopefully you aren't feeling overwhelmed or burned out. And if you are, then this is the episode for you, because today we are talking about how to prevent burnouts and overwhelm. And what's the difference? Well, a burnout is when you feel like you have no gas in a tank. And not just for your work, but for basically anything. You're just pessimistic. You don't want to do anything. The default answer to everything is no. Uh, you're looking at everything with a lot of skepticism and doubt, and you don't want to do anything. No new projects, no new ideas, nothing. You just want to, you just want to basically do nothing. Uh, not even, um, some active leisure, like going, seeing places, spending time with people that you usually, um, love spending time with. So this is all about this is all burnt out, like you have no gas in a tank for anything. And the problem with burnouts is if it's severe, you will have to rest, pretty much not doing anything at all, for day, couple of days, sometimes a week, sometimes a month, sometimes a couple of months, depends how bad it got, to restore not just your physical abilities, but more so mental abilities and abilities of your um, nervous systems, neurotransmitters, and all these other things that we need to feel motivated to do something, anything, uh, even getting out of our bed every morning. So burnouts, they can really uh, decrease the quality of joy in your life and, of course, the quality of your work and your progress in your career or in your business, uh, whatever that might be. If you are burnt out, you have no motivation and you look at everything you as, um, you know, dangerous or completely stupid because your brain is trying to make you not do anything when you burn out and that's not a good place to be if you want to enjoy your life and do something in your life, right? Um, overwhelm. What is overwhelm? Overwhelm is not a burnout, but it's a feeling that you have too much on your plate. Like, you know, you're always rushing. You feel like you have no time for anything for yourself or, I don't know, your social life or uh, things like your hobbies or maybe doing your yoga or your strength training. Like, you're always rushing, you know? It's almost like you can't take a deep breath. You don't even have time for that. That's the kind of feeling, you know, like you're doing, doing, doing your this and that thing and I got to do this and that and that and that. Ah! You know, this is the kind of thing that overwhelm is. Uh, and it's a, it's different from burnout because you're not particularly tired or uh, exhausted. You just feel like you don't even have time to take a breath. And that's what overwhelm is. And so let's get to the practical stuff. First of all, how do you prevent burnout? So you keep doing, working, enjoying your life on, you know, continuous basis without having to take months off uh, when you burn out. Uh, so what you do is you schedule in advance you put on your schedule, on your actual schedule, on your actual calendar, you put recovery activities and work and things like doing nothing. So my best recommendation, 
And that's what I got from my coaching training uh, with Flow Research Collective. If you're curious about, you know, being and performing your best, they are amazing. I'm going through training accelerator right now, cutting and adding cutting edge technology applied to human performance. Technology in a sense of strategies and tools, not so much actual tech. Um, anyhow, guys, so these are the tools that best of the best are using, be that business world or athletes or uh, artists. So burnout, how to prevent it? You want to schedule doing nothing, recovery, work, recovery time. Um, one of the things that you need to be scheduling on a regular basis is at least 30 minutes before bed, chill time. Not like you work till you just collapse to bed. That is not a good place to be. Well, first of all, first and foremost, sleep. You know, you got to sleep on a regular schedule and it got to be seven, eight hours. That's, this is like the foundation. If you have, if you have, if you don't have this, if you don't have the foundation of sleep, you're always going to be burning out and you're going to feel overwhelmed and distracted and defocused. And so sleep is the foundation in every training program that I've been through. Sleep, you know, sleep is the foundation. Uh, if you're a high performer, you probably need at least eight hours in bed because the more you perform mentally and physically, the more recovery and rest you need. So sleep. And then on top of that, 30 minutes before sleep, you gotta at least 30 minutes. You gotta just remove that from your working time. That's it. That's done. 30 minutes before bed, you do things like um, some foam rolling, some stretching, uh, maybe playing a little bit of music, maybe reading. And 30 minutes is the least, probably is best, like an hour. Taking a hot shower and then doing gratitude practice, like jotting down um, three, five things that you're grateful for today. Um, maybe also looking at things that you accomplished and congratulating yourself on that. Um, and then uh, looking, you know, at other things that you might have done better. Uh, but it's best to focus on more positive things like gratitude. So 30 minutes before bed plus eight hours in bed uh, dedicated to your sleep on a regular schedule. That matters. Schedule always matters. If you're like schedule all over the place, your sleep is going to be all over the place and your performance and emotional life are going to be all over the place. So sleep 30 minutes before bed, you, you know, just chill. And then at least 30 minutes every day, uh, besides your meal times, schedule something that is for you, that is recovery, that might be a nap, that might be a walk, without any distractions, calls, podcasts, just just doing nothing. Your brain needs breaks to function optimally and to not burn out. Your brain, your nervous system, they need breaks. So at least 30 minutes of this recovery activity, walking, meditation, taking a nap, uh, just laying in your bed and staring at the wall or at the ceiling, that might be something idle, something, again, where you don't have any goals. You dedicate this time to mental and physical recovery. 
um, again, maybe walk, maybe sometime in sauna and jacuzzi, that's what I do, um, maybe a nap, maybe meditation, um, maybe a light chat with a friend of yours, not about work, not about trying to solve a problem, but just, you know, just chilling. So 30 minutes a day. Then every weekend, you gotta have a, every week, you gotta have a day off. Like, you gotta have a day off where there is nothing on your schedule. So you don't feel like you wake up and now you have scheduled a whole list of things to do, even on the day off. You know what I used to do? Now I don't do that anymore. On my day off, I would schedule like, uh, I'm gonna do yoga, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna meet this person, I'm going to do my laundry, I'm going to do my cleaning, I'm going to do my shopping, I'm going to do my planning for the next week. And basically, I'm going to read a book, and my whole day would be scheduled in advance, and I would wake up on my day off with the full schedule. So this is not a day off. Day off is actually when you have an empty schedule. And that's what allows you to recover mentally, physically. So you got to have one day when you are off, when you're truly off, guys. And so to recap, to prevent burnouts, you want to schedule recovery chill time in advance. And that's how you never burn out and you keep going. Remember, life and your work and your career uh, and your and everything in your life, your relationships, it's a marathon, not, not a sprint. So you got to be able to keep going and prevent burnouts. And that's how you do it. So you sleep on a regular basis, eight hours on the same schedule. Um, every night before bed, at least 30 minutes of chill time. And during the day, at least 30 minutes of chill time for uh, sauna, jacuzzi, walk, meditation, nap, uh, light chat with a friend, walk without learning anything or calling, you know, doing some work calls. So 30 minutes and then have a day off. Every week, have a day off. And then they recommend also uh, in training um, for coaches, to recommend clients to have three days at least every month uh, when you're off. But I find that that not necessarily if you schedule one day off every week, but for sure every three months you want to have a week off and sometimes you'll need more. So every three months, a week off and you should be really good to go. So schedule your downtime in advance and you'll never burn out. As simple as that, guys. You just got to be proactive about your chill and recovery time. Um, And now let's get to overwhelm. Like overwhelm is when you feel like you have too much on your plate. Like you don't even have the time to take a deep breath. You're like, oh, you know, that's how you feel. Like you're always rushing, going through things. So... How to prevent overwhelm and not feeling like that? Well, you gotta get better at things like managing your time, your attention and focus, uh, removing projects that uh, are not necessary for you to do, that are not important and you just feel that they're urgent for maybe out of obligation. Um, so let me walk you through a list of things that uh, work for me, that worked for my clients and that I recommended in our coaching training uh, to recommend to you guys so you don't feel overwhelmed. So remove non-essential commitment, number one, to prevent overwhelm. And non-essential commitments are those things that are not really 
um, necessary to move anything in your life forward, but you uh, do them because maybe a friend asked you to do them, maybe a colleague of yours that you respect, and or maybe a family member, um, or other things that can be non-essential commitments are those things that you do because you've always done them, but you actually at this point can delegate them and your time can be spent time, effort, and focus, and energy can be spent better elsewhere. So remove non-essential commitments. Again, those things that you do out of the the obligation or because somebody asked you and you feel like, well, if somebody asked me, it must be important and I got to do this, you know, or I don't want to disappoint people um, or other routines that can be delegated. So remove those. Because if you want to move forward in life, in your career, with anything, you got to only do things well. And you can only do things well when you're not feeling overwhelmed or rushed. And when you can actually dedicate more time to deep work, to putting extra work and time and effort and energy into the things that matter. And that, that deep work that will move your life, your career, your relationship forward, that can only happen when you have time, when you're not in this rushed, overwhelmed mode. And so step number one, remove all the other stuff that is not that important, that is not moving you forward anywhere. And you just said yes, because again, somebody nice asked you to do so, or because you think you're so good at doing that, uh, that nobody else can do it for you, even though maybe hiring a personal assistant might be a much better idea for uh, answering some emails where um, you don't have to put into your expertise or, you know, it's not about decision making, but just um, daily uh, errands. So think about it, where you can say no, where you can delegate. That's number one. Number two, reduce decisions. It's huge, guys. Where are you making decisions when you don't have to make them? Um, my example, I buy the same foods, I shop once a week, I wear pretty much the same clothing for different occasions. I wake up at the same time. I go to bed on the same time. I, if somebody asks me uh, for coffee, it's only at the weekend. On the weekend, if somebody asks me for networking, it's only on Friday. So I batch things. So I make decisions in advance and never look at those decisions again unless there is something out of the ordinary. But for that, you also should have some rules. So batching things, eliminating decisions about when you eat, what you eat, when you shop, what you shop for when you exercise, what exactly you do for exercise. Stop negotiating. Stop those micro decisions that take your mental energy and power, guys. So eliminate unnecessary decisions. Um, Make those decisions in advance and stick with them. Batch things. pre-make decisions about when you meet with people, when you network, when you have days off, what you wear, everything, guys. Um, Another, for example, really simple thing. Um, A lot of people spend a lot of time shopping and browsing through Amazon, uh, spending sometimes like half an hour every day, and, and then you're feeling crushed doing important work. So I have a rule, for example, Amazon Anything related, unless it's, you know, like my uh, laptop broke and I need to replace it, unless 
those things happen. I don't go to Amazon unless it's Saturday. So Saturday is my Amazon day. So I made this decision and I don't look at it again because why? And that helped me to not spend those 30 minutes on Amazon every day. So uh, I can deal with it on Saturday. Small decisions accumulate, guys. And girls, if you every day you're spending like overall an hour getting ready, like think about it. How can you make decisions about your clothing, about your makeup, about everything? So you spend much less on that and you don't have to decide actively every day uh, what you wear and what kind of makeup and hairstyle you want. It drains your mental capacity and then you have less for important decisions and deep work and working on your relationships and business and career. So eliminate decisions. This is number two after non-essential commitments. And then reduce, eliminate unnecessary interruptions. Like, do you still have your phone on sound? I mean, most of my clients don't, because why would you? It's going to interrupt your work every single time it beeps. You think it's not important? Uh Uh-huh. Every interruptions, neuroscience shows, will take you out of your deep state of work, the zone, for about 20 minutes. You'll have to spend another 20 minutes to get back into it. And you'll never get any deep insights if you're constantly interrupted. That's just statistics, guys. So you never get your best thinking if you're always interrupted by some beeping and buzzing. No. Mm. Put your phone in complete silent mode. Put it in your drawer so it doesn't make a sound. You don't even remember where it is and what your phone is doing. Uh, Or put it on airplane mode so nothing or do not disturb whatever that might be, you know, but so you receive no notifications. You would be surprised how much more productive you're going to become, guys, when you just stop all the notifications and then check your phone at scheduled time, like I do for my work, because I do work online. I check it at 9 and 12 at 3 and 6 and I'm done. Uh, and the rest of the time, my phone doesn't make a sound. Um, so that's a huge hack to increase and improve your productivity and feel like you don't have that much on your plate. Because every time this beeping and there is something else, you feel like something was added on your plate. Like you have to check it, you have to respond, you have to reply, and then already have so much things to do. So guys, this works. And plus people will start backing you less when they realize you're not on your phone all the freaking time. Um, So schedule time to check your email, to check your phone, to check your notifications. And outside those times, don't look at your email and your phone. Uh, Another one is, depending where you work, try to find a place where you can work uninterrupted so you're more productive with the things that you do. And if you're working from home right now, I don't know, and you are living with someone, make some sort of arrangement so there is some sort of sign maybe on your door if you have a separate room that people cannot freely disturb you while you're doing stuff. Like put do not disturb sign on your door. I used to do it all the time, even when I was at school with my parents. <laughs> do not disturb because I'm working, because it's important. Because again, every interruption can take you out of the zone, out of your deep thinking. You can lose your insight without even realizing that you had one, and then you'll never get it back. That's, guys, how bad it is. Your best ideas are in your uninterrupted uh, times. And those you can only get if you 
if you let the world, people around you know that they're not supposed to be interrupting you uh, unless something is really important and urgent. So those are the best tools uh, in the industry of high performance and just, you know, enjoying your life and living it to the fullest. The best tools to prevent burnout and reduce and eliminate the feeling of overwhelm. Like you have no time to take a deep breath even. Do this often, you know, breathe deeply more often. That will also help you to feel less overwhelmed. And whenever you feel like you don't have time to do that, that's when you know you have too much on your plate. And that's when these tools will help you to prevent, reduce, decrease uh, overwhelm, uh, eliminate commitments, uh, delegate stuff, um, manage your distractions, your notifications, uh, delete, uh, minimize all the decision-making, uh, don't, again, be uh, always replying to emails and messages. Most of it, if you really think about it, if you're really honest with yourself, it's not urgent. Nobody's going to die just because you reply in a couple of hours. So protect your mental uh, power, capacity, and energy, and focus, and save it for deep work that actually matters. And also so you're present for the relationships and people that matter, not uh, feeling like you got to rush through every interaction with people who matter in your life because you already have so much on your plate. And then schedule all the recovery and chill time to prevent burnouts because otherwise the quality of your work and life will suffer immensely and you will at some point have to take time off and more than you could if you just scheduled that chill recovery time at a time. Plus you'd enjoy your life so much more and your work and relationships and everything. So burnout, overwhelm, they can be prevented. And, you know, some people think, well, if I'm not busy all the time, if I don't work all the time, if, if I schedule all this chill time, then somebody will overwork me, overwork me. But, you know, guys, actually, most people at the top, they spend time sleeping, recovering, and taking care of themselves. And the reason why you are not there where you want to be is because you're doing too much and you don't manage yourself well. And the, the way to the top is through better self-management, not through um, basically breaking you down to the point of burnout. Um, and that's it for today, guys. So be smart about burnouts and overwhelm, and you can achieve much, much more than an average overworked and burned out person. And that's going to be your advantage. Uh, trust me on that. I've been in coaching for more than 10 years. Uh, and uh, all my clients who are at the top, they learned how to manage um, their workload, their recovery, their burnouts and all well. And that's it for today, guys. So get out there, be awesome, and then have time to recover and chill and as usual, guys, till next time, eat better daily.